What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Big Easy Bets podcast. I'm your host, Logan, and with me in the studio, Nick Von Brick. Salute to the rock gods of nuclear power! <laughs> this is episode 52. Big Easy Bets is brought to you by the Neutral Ground Sports Network, tngsportsnetwork.com. Go check it out. Uh, college football, got it on the plate tonight. Uh, two games tonight, really only one that's worth a shit. We're going to talk that, talking updates on Alvin Kamara. Uh, Leonard Fournette dropped a bomb on the NFC South. And then we're going to go over some college football over under win totals and a couple future bets that we're looking at. Uh, the season's here. The light. We are we are now in the midst of the light that I've been talking about. We're here. Um, so before we get before we touch on the games tonight, let's talk about Camara and Fournette. So obviously Camara was back at practice. Um, apparently. One of the reasons that he missed the three days of practice was due to an epidural that he got in his back. Doesn't appear to be anything serious in regards to, like, an injury or anything like that. So, might have just been taking extra precautions there. Um, But he was back at practice. They said he looked sharp. And the two sides are uh, actively negotiating a deal per Sean Payton. So, do you think a deal gets done? Yeah. Probably by the end of this week, huh? I would think so. I would hope so. I mean, we got, what, 10 days? I think exactly 10 days until uh, until week one against Tampa in the Dome. So, yeah, no, I would hope it gets done sooner rather than later, but at least he's not holding out. It seems like they were maybe even a little caught off guard by the report that we'd be willing to trade Camara, but probably just a negotiation tactic, not anything that's serious, probably just trying to put some urgency behind uh, Alvin Kamara's agent. So, what? How much you think they're going to pay him per year? Um, I don't know. Probably what we were saying last time, fourteen million. Yeah, is that what we agreed upon? That I think consensus? that that's a fair assessment. No, yeah, of I this agree. talent right now. Yeah, that's right where I'm thinking. Cut, find the middle ground between the twelve that he was already offered and the sixteen that Christian McCaffrey's getting. Um, so yeah, we can all kind of have a collective sigh of relief with that um but now you can your anxiety can go back up due to the fact that Leonard Fournette decided to sign with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers pulled a Kevin Durant and is signing with the the new super team Tampa Bay Buccaneers who have been shit for as far as I can remember but now all of the sudden they're like one of the front runners for the Super Bowl do you does Leonard Fournette to Tampa scare you at all no. It's got to make you a little worried. I'm not worried about Tampa Bay just because of, look, they have a lot of uh, flashy pieces. So a lot of pieces that look good on paper, uh, a lot of good skill position players. But the offensive line, to me, there's a lot of question marks there. Yeah. No. And yeah. You, can have, you can have subpar subpar skill position players and a really good offensive line and contend for a Super Bowl, but – you can't have really good skill positions and a subpar offensive line and contend, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I agree. And, I mean, the Saints the last few years against the run have been incredible. I, 
I would be willing to bet. I don't know exactly, but I'd be willing to bet a top five team against the run. We haven't given up a hundred yard rusher in God knows how long. So last time we gave up a hundred yard rusher, Delvin bro was probably still on the team uh, for reference. Um, so it doesn't, I, I don't like it. I would have rathered him go anywhere else, but it is what it is. We're good at stopping the run. It's what I put out on social media. So wait till he meets Demario Davis in the hole. Um, He's going to have to come out the game. So Here's Sheldon Rankins. Yeah. So I'm not worried about it. Nobody nobody scares me this year. Nobody. But I feel like every damn year there's there's one team. It was the Rams. And then uh, I, can't, I can't remember who it was. But there's always that one team that's like we're doing – fuck. Oh, it was the 49ers that are right there with us in the NFC. Just a powerhouse. That, they can't just be us can't just be us coasting it's always got to be difficult so team we play twice a year is gonna uh give us a run for our money but week one we'll get a we'll definitely get a good grasp on everything so yeah i mean it could end up being a problem but i don't know i think there is issues with their offensive line like i said before but rob gronkowski being at tight end does help uh especially with run blocking yeah so that outside zone could be a problem uh, to stop, especially with Fournette running the ball. But I don't know. We'll, we'll find out, I guess, on week one. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. But, all right, so college football tonight, you have Southern Miss taking on um, – who the fuck even is Southern Miss playing? We were just, South Alabama. South Alabama, Alabama. We've been talking about this all day. And then I go blank right when it's the most important time. Um, so, yeah, South Alabama is 13-and-a-half-point underdogs. Um, this is another one of those games, like, if it wasn't the only thing on, would we bet it? Probably not, but here we are. Um, it's the first FBS game of the year, correct? Yep. So, now it's the real deal. Now uh, this shit matters. Um, I mean... South Alabama sucks. South Alabama was two and ten last year. What is their coach's record? Five and nineteen over the last two years. Yeah, yeah. So their coach sucks. Their team sucks. Um, they'll probably cover it, honestly. But I'm gonna go with Southern Miss here due to the fact of uh, South Alabama. I mean, really, really, the main the main deciding factor here is Southern Miss's quarterback, um, Abrams. I think he's Abraham. Abraham. Is it Abraham? Yeah. yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Clearly I know a lot about the guy. JJ Abrahams. <laughs> Is that really his name? No, it's um, oh, okay, yeah. It's Jack Abraham. Yeah, yeah, Abraham. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, so he's expected to have a good year. Uh Southern Alabama's quarterback is also expected to have a solid year as well. He finished last year on a high note, but the of the two, Jack Abrams the better quarterback. He's one of the better quarterbacks in the conference. So uh, pretty accurate guys, around 70% completion percentage. And really, they pick up third down conversions at a better rate. They score in the red zone at a better rate. Um, I mean, South Alabama is not going to really be able to stop them. They both turn the ball over a shit ton. So it'd probably be another slop fest like the game last week. But the difference here is that I'd be willing to bet that Abraham is a better quarterback than he is a punter, whereas Oatsvall was a better punter than he was a quarterback, but they had him th trying to throw it, and he should have been kicking it. So um, 
that's my thought process here. Who are you thinking about going with on this one? Yeah, I'm with you for the exact same reason. Quarterback Jack Abraham. Yep. That's all you got. <laughs> I mean, dude, look, when I first started looking at this, I was like, I'm not betting on this. But then after I looked at it a little bit more, if this spread were, at one point it was 15 or 16. Yep. If it was that much, I would seriously consider taking South Alabama. Mm-hmm. But since it's under two touchdowns at minus 13 right now, I'm going to take Southern Miss. Yeah. And I think they're a good enough team to even win by more than that. But um, it is the first game of the year. So there's a lot of question marks about these teams. Southern Miss does have to fill positions that are voids now from last season. But, um, you know, they have an established coach, an established quarterback. And that's who you really want to be rolling with in this first week when there's a lot of question marks surrounding the entire college football situation with COVID and all that. Yeah. I mean, Southern Miss averages 6.1 yards a play uh, in 2019, which is above average. That's pretty good. Um, But their scoring average wasn't where they wanted it to be, right at about 26.6 a game. But they had a lot of turnovers, a lot of turnovers in the red zone. So that scoring average very easily could have been higher than what it was. Uh, Whereas South Alabama only scores 18 points a game. They average five yards a play. Um, And, I mean, they just – just overall – on paper, eye test, however you look at it, Southern Miss is just the better team. It's hard to go with South Alabama here. Um, they probably will win. I mean, Southern Miss probably will win around 14, 17 points, um, maybe 21. Like, that 13-and-a-half is the deciding factor for me. We can win by two touchdowns and we're covering. Um, but it's week one. I mean, we don't know how this guy uh, – Trotter, the quarterback for South Alabama, who's expected to have a better season than he did last year. They always say that. They don't come in saying, yeah, ah, they we kept think he's going to have a shitty season. They kept saying Brandon Harris was going to do better, too. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> who follows LSU or SEC yep. football knows how that turned out. Yeah, he wound up in North Carolina. Yeah, we wound up with Atlin, who ran around like a damn hermit crab in the <laughs> running for his damn life. And that's another thing I want to mention is for – Return and start no lineman for Southern Miss. Yep. That's big in this game. Uh, we're going to need to protect Abraham to win this one. Yeah. So, I mean, if he's got time to throw, he's already proven he's accurate. That 70% completion percentage is a big deal. Uh, I don't think that South Alabama is going to be able to keep up. But, like I said, week one, this dude Trotter could light it up for all we know. But he could be more the same as it was last year where they won. They went 2-10 and ten for a reason. So, uh, I feel like that's the pick there. Southern Miss, minus 13 and a half. Bingo. Agreed? Yep. Okay. So that's all we're taking tonight, if I remember correctly. Um, I was looking at the UAB game, but I'm staying away from the FCS, and I'm not I'm not touching it with the 10-foot pole. Um, but, yeah, so what else? Saturday we got Middle Tennessee and Army. You like this game. Yeah. Do you love it? Um, <laughs> I think so, yeah. Really? Uh-huh. Really? I do. Okay. Why is that? Let's see. Let's analyze this for starting with Middle Tennessee. Um, they're a good team. They're expected to be better, like a lot of other teams expect to be better yeah, no, yeah. every year. But uh, they have a good offensive line, good rushing attack. Uh, but the key thing here is that last year they were bad on third down, mm-hmm. only converting on 30% of their third downs on the road. Not good. Um 
they're not very good with time of possession, and everybody knows that that's bad when you're going against Army or Navy. Yeah, because they're going to just sit on the ball. They're going to hold on to the ball. Um, Middle Tennessee wasn't good with their turnover margin on the road last year, minus four. Mm-hmm. That's not good to do against Army or Navy either. Yeah. In this case, we're talking about Army. Army's at home playing at West Point. They're going to run, 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 keep the ball out of Middle Tennessee's hands. Um, Army's really good at on third down at home. Last year, they were 56%. Uh, they dominate time of possession. Turnover margin's always good for Army. Third down defense is really good at home, 36%. Mm-hmm. So... I think with Army being at home, they're going to be able to keep the ball away from Middle Tennessee, who runs the no huddle, allowing Army to win the time of possession and the game easily. Army will win this with discipline and efficiency on third down. I like it. No, yeah, I'm with you. I'm, I'm definitely uh, – so I'm taking Army minus three and a half. Anybody who likes Middle Tennessee, I would love to hear why. I would love to see what you can find and break down that makes you go, I'm rolling with whatever they even are. I don't even know what their team mascot is. Um, Judging by the looks of it, maybe a Pegasus. (laughs) I don't really know. Um, But, yeah, no, I would love to hear somebody's reasoning for rolling with Middle Tennessee. not saying that this is a lock or anything of the sort unless you're willing to make it your big easy bet. But, um, yeah. Oh, yeah, I am. Are you really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So this is Nick's lock. Um, I don't know that I'm like, do I have to have a big easy bet this week? Um, is that a requirement? I don't, out of all the games, this is the one I feel the most comfortable about. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm definitely in agreement with you. I'm rolling with army as well. Um, what do you have the spread at currently? Minus three and a half. Okay. I what is it at? It's at three and a half. I okay. don't know if maybe you had three or something like that. No. Wherever you were getting it. Um, I mean, I think they they easily can win this game by a touchdown. Yeah. I mean, I'd hope you think so. <laughs> I mean, look, they're at home. They're the damn army. Yeah. They're disciplined. Yep. It's the military. Like, come on. <laughs> All right. And then the other game, uh, I think we're both going with the same three games over the weekend. Uh, Got a Labor Day game, BYU and Navy. This will probably be the most exciting game of the bunch, at least the most high-profile game. Uh, you got BYU minus one-and-a-half-point favorites over the Navy midshipmen, who I loved last year, if we all remember correctly. Uh, they had Malcolm Perry. You remember that? Yep. You remember the Army-Navy game? Yeah. I was on Navy. You were on Army. We are watching that game at uh, McLean's Pizza, actually, and Malcolm Perry put on a fucking show. Yeah, it was closer than the score indicated. They scored a lot of late, t- uh, maybe two late touchdowns to make it that score inflated a little bit. Yeah, but he still put on a show. The he spread did. was 11. I think they won by 24, but <laughs> but like I said before, it was close. There, there was some late touch. There was like a big old late touchdown, like as when Navy was running out the clock. Yeah. So it was kind of. I mean, that's it was a lot closer than the score <laughs> indicated, is what I'm sa- trying to say. Yeah, and um, then Army didn't have their starting quarterback either, so who uh, was like yeah. on the Ar- team? Remember but when it wasn't Army? Playing. Remember Army upset Michigan, didn't they? Or they almost did. Yeah, they almost did. They missed the field goal. Mm-hmm. They missed the field goal. I had Army that week. Yeah, plus twenty two. I did. Yes, and then I, we were at Tyler's. That was the week LSU played Texas. Yeah, if I remember correctly. Yeah, God, good times. Um, 
Oh, boy, did I feel like a fucking genius that day. I'll tell you that. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go with the midshipmen here. BYU lost their star tight end, Matt Bushman. Uh, they lost their top three wide receivers from last year. I mean, same thing with Army. Navy runs that same triple option. Do they have Malcolm Perry back there? No. Who do they have filling in in Malcolm Perry's spot? I don't even know. They don't know, I don't think. Oh, okay. I Great. couldn't find out. Great. So, yeah, this was, I, I couldn't find it. So maybe they don't even know because they don't even care. They don't respect BYU enough. No, to it is care. a plug and play system. So yeah, if you're if you're tough, but Malcolm Perry definitely was um, a superstar. You know, one of those guys that made a difference. So no, yeah, it's looking like it's going to be Dalen Morris, it's supposed to be Perry Olson. I, I like that they're sticking with the Perry Malcolm Perry Perry Olson. Um, but it's looking like it's going to be Dalen Morris, according to this. Um, but they're saying Morris hasn't ever started a game, so we could we could definitely see Perry Olsen in the game, who I would I would like to see strictly for the Perry combination. Yeah, Free Wayne Perry. Yeah, that's um, what uh, Little Boosie said. So sure. Um, obviously, BYU has Zach Wilson, the guy who got famous last year for taking two dates to prom. Um, to prom at the same time, yes, in his senior year of high school, oh, started nice. circulating that he brought two dates to prom. Um, but then he got the shit kicked out of him by Utah. I was on that one. Yeah, but um, weren't you on BYU? No, no. <laughs> I definitely remember that was being the, the good old days where everybody was playing, and that was the whole. You had that a was bunch of games war. to pick from. Now it's Slim Pickens out here. Yep, that was the holy war. That was a great game. Um. So, yeah, I mean, Zach Wilson kind of started okay to last season, and then I think they had a couple okay wins here and there, but really did not live up to what they thought he could. Um, and then when you lose that many weapons, I'm not I'm not worried about it. Navy's going to have a uh, a good defense for sure. I would say Navy wins around probably, probably I'd say, uh, seven points. But so a one-and-a-half point spread, I'm all over it. Um, I'll make that my big easy bet. I'll lock it in. <laughs> we're going with the military yep. um so are you picking this game yes okay so what are your thoughts who do you like well and why? I, you know navy's gonna run the ball they'll have success but they're not gonna have as much success without malcolm perry it's big shoes to fill mm -hmm. they were going third down a year ago but that was with malcolm perry his legs made a lot of big plays and especially in crucial situations their defense is still gonna be good though uh, they allowed 30% on third down at home, which is extremely good. But you seem to be undervaluing Zach Wilson a little bit. Um, he's a junior. In the bowl game, he went 8 for 18, 317 yards and four touchdowns. Perfect game against um, Western Michigan in the Idaho Potato Bowl. Yeah, they're fucking playing Western Michigan. Yeah, Western Michigan's a damn good team. I'm just kidding. I don't really know. They're not as good as Navy <laughs> will be on Monday. Look, I expect them to to build off of that success. Um, I know he's missing all of his weapons. You going with BYU? Yeah, I'm going with oh BYU. Oh, my God. Um, look, Jesus B Christ. The big reason is, is because of the BYU's front seven. I think that they're going to be able to slow the run down enough, and uh, Navy's going to be a little bit lost, uh, especially if BYU can get up on them. So I'm going with B BYU minus 1.5. You're going to be really disappointed when Zach Wilson's getting fucked up by those Navy linebackers. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. First game that we are on opposite sides of the fence. Um, 
but he's been he's been on the opposite side of the fence of Navy quite a few times last year. At least one that Not I just know one. of. And it didn't go very well. Close game, eleven point spread, they lost by twenty four. <laughs> Nail biter. Um but yeah, so all right. I mean, I think that's all the games we have for college. So to recap mine, there's going to be one different between the two of us. Obviously, I'm taking uh, Southern Miss minus 13 and a half, taking Army minus three and a half, and then I'm taking Navy minus one and a half. Big easy bet. I'm taking Southern Miss minus 13 because that's what it what Oh, it, 13? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And you got th- minus 13 as well. That's right. I did. Um, yeah. I just locked it in. Army minus three and a half against Middle Tennessee. That's going to be my big easy bet. Mm-hmm. Army's going to do them dirty. I'm pretty sure on the ground. So uh, this is where we're different. You're taking Navy. I'm taking BYU. Yep. Uh, BYU minus one and a half. Yep. There you go. Uh, Three betting-worthy games this weekend, if you count tonight. Um, And then, then it's about to get real serious the following week. Got Thursday night, the Chiefs take on the Texans. Uh, we got football on NFL football on Sunday. We got college football week two. When did the like actual when did the SEC games kick off? September twenty sixth. But other conf, other Jesus Power Five Christmas. conferences start next week. September twenty sixth. So on Thursday you got UAB at Miami. It's fucking three weeks away. Um, UAB at Miami. Yeah, that's the same day as oh wow uh, Texans versus Chiefs. I'm hammering Miami. They're 16-point favorites. You can't bet against Derek King. Heisman Heisman hopeful. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so we got a lot of good football on the way. So, all right, that's our picks for this week. Um, if you want anything, any more, whatever, questions, whatever, I don't know how much more we can go into it. You can message us at the Big Easy Bets Twitter. Um, college football futures and over-under win totals. What you got? So I'm just looking at the SEC here for most of this. The win totals? Yeah. I mean, the only thing that we're going to travel outside of conference for, or at least me, is the Heisman Trophy winners. We're going to look at the yep. favorites and all that. Yep. But, um, look, the win totals here, it's a little weird because SEC is only going to be playing 10 games. Action doesn't count if one of these games get canceled. So there's a good chance. It cancels the whole thing. That if, yeah. like, Let's say a game gets canceled because of yeah. players getting COVID. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Then yeah. the action's going to be canceled on these games. So uh, LSU, the over-unders at seven. They're only playing 10 games. I'm going over seven. It's minus 145, so it's a clear favorite right now. You said for LSU? Yeah. Yeah. Um, although we lost Jamar Chase, yeah. Tyler Shelvin, um, those are two big pieces to fill. Extremely big, uh, probably – both will be first rounders, if not, uh, Shelvin will be drafted in the second round. Mm-hmm. Um, lost Kerry Vincent Jr. This one's not that big of a deal to me because I feel like we have plenty of depth at defensive back, and I also feel like we have a lot of depth at wide receiver. So that's why I'm not in panic mode totally because I believe in Miles Brennan's ability to uh, spread the ball around and do do what Joe Burrow did. So oh, yeah. I think. That Miles Brennan is going to be a good quarterback in the NFL eventually. Really? Yeah, and we're going to see the get the taste of that on September 26th when I think we kick off against Mississippi State. But yep. uh, yeah, I'm going with LSU over seven wins. Yeah, no, I mean I definitely wouldn't go under. Um, and we look, we have a kind of a tough schedule, but not really. 
I mean, look, we play Florida and Alabama. That's the hardest games we're going to play. Mm-hmm. And then Texas A&M and Auburn are the next two hardest ones. Yeah. That's who I'm interested to see is Auburn with Bo Nix. Yeah, I'm interested in Texas A&M. Bitch-ass Bo Nix. Yeah, you love Texas A&M. Um, I, I, Kel, if I'm there, Kellen Mond's not doing anything. So <laughs> as long as I'm not in the building, then Kellen Mond has a chance. But we saw firsthand how that went down. Um. Yeah, no, I don't think I'm betting any over-under win totals this year, like you said, with all the, the shit going on. I mean, look, there's a chance that these get can Like, these games could, one of them, if one of them gets canceled, then the whole thing's, yeah. your bet's voided. Yeah. Which could be a good thing if you made a bad choice, but. <laughs> yeah, you might get lucky. You could use it as a, uh, kind of like an ace up your sleeve. Just Another one I'm going to go with is Arkansas, <laughs> over one and a half. Oh, it's one and a half? Yeah, it's one and a half now, but look. what It was .5, right? Or was it one? It was. It might have been one at one point, but it's one and a half now. Oh, okay. But it's plus 140. Okay. So there's a lot of people think that Arkansas is only going to win one or zero games. Yeah, no, I thought it was like 0. 0.5 or some but shit. But like I think that they can one. win more than that. So who do you have them winning against? Because we know Josh loves Arkansas, and he's willing to bet on it that – uh, they're going to be much better than people think this year. No, I agree with them. Why is that? Felipe Franks? Yeah, is he still on their team? Yeah, I believe so. Or did he try to opt out? He seems like a guy that would opt out. No, yeah, he does. He's got that look look on his face. He looks like he wears his mask in his car. Okay, yeah. So, um, look, they got Felipe Franks, who was once one of the most highly recruited quarterbacks coming out of high school. Uh, LSU wanted him. He was committed to LSU, and he betrayed us when Les Miles left, so he Thank committed God. to Florida. Thank God he did that. Yeah, I mean, look, underperformed in his college career, but the key thing here is uh, Arkansas has got offensive coordinator Kendall Browse, who was the offensive coordinator for Florida State last year. We saw Florida State have a bit of success early in the game against Boise State in their first game. Oh, I remember that game. Fucking like um, yesterday. Look, Kendall Browse is going to be able to spread this ball out. I think that he's going to try to capitalize on Felipe Frank's professional potential, you know, try to make the most out of this season. Look, this is a season for mainly for people who are trying to show that they can play at the next level. Yeah, kind of a try. And I think there. Felipe Franks has a lot to gain from this season. And uh, so does Arkansas moving forward. I mean, they haven't been good in a very long time. Mm-hmm. So to say that they only win one game, I think they can at least win two. The the SEC West, look, they got got screwed against the East because the two added teams to their schedule is – Like the toughest teams. Florida and Georgia. Yeah. Yeah, but Georgia just lost um, the Wake Forest transfer at quarterback. Yeah, so Georgia – yeah, we're going to get to that because I don't think – I think Georgia's been overrated. Really? Jamie Newman is who. Uh, I bet on Georgia. We were on opposite ends of the field there a few times last year uh, when I took Georgia, and they pulled through for me more times than not. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't recall. I want to say it was Auburn and Georgia. Yeah, it may have been Florida and Georgia as well. Yes, I think it was. But the Auburn game was tricky because Felipe, um, cause Bo Nix was a dick. Bo Nix sucks, dude. Bo Nix, you were lucky that Bo Nix beat Oregon. Oregon was dominating that game. Yeah, but Bo Nix was clutch. Bo Nix was not clutch. That wasn't even a good pass. 
How was Bo Nix clutch? That receiver was clutch. He, All right, so he look. He throws a duck up there. Looking at their schedule quickly, um, look, I think they got a chance against a team like Mississippi State, even uh, Ole Miss, and uh, Missouri. That's the that's the weakest teams on their schedule. So their schedule is pretty damn tough. Mm-hmm. But I definitely think that they have a chance of beating those teams. The other teams from the East, you know, you got Tennessee, who's ranked in the top 25. Uh, you have Florida, and then you have Georgia. So they're not getting any breaks there. Then they're not getting any breaks with Auburn, Texas A&M, LSU, and Alabama. Do you know who their running back is? Nope. Doesn't. So you, you don't even know any of the players? You, you thought Felipe Franks was holding out. You don't know Rakeem Boyd, last chance you superstar? No, I don't watch that. He, I mean, he wasn't on it. It was like two, three years ago. He's still their running back? Yeah, he's pretty damn good. Yeah, I mean, look, you got to keep an eye out for him too. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, definitely a reason that uh, Rakeem Boyd Look, definitely went the into big the thing picking here is of that. Don't be surprised when Arkansas is throwing a ball on people and they're doing well doing it. Felipe Franks ain't going to throw shit. We saw It's all hand, about system. We saw Felipe against Miami. He fucking blew it. So I hate Felipe They won Franks. the game. Yeah, they didn't cover. No, they didn't. Felipe Franks is a bomb. He always has been. He always will be. He was saying... He was fucking going crazy saying how I'd do this when he scored like a fucking two-yard rushing touchdown, and then he had his ankle put on backwards. So Felipe Franks got humbled. Um, but, no, yeah, I just I don't think he's very good. Uh, it'd be hard for me to go anywhere near that, to be honest. Yeah, it's one and a half games. No, I know. You, you don't, don't have to be great to win two. You don't have to be great to win two, but it's hard when it's an all-conference schedule. Yeah, it is, but look, dude, y'all, they act like there's not – Bad teams in the SEC, there, there is now. And Mississippi State and Ole Miss weren't very good last year. Yeah. Ole and Miss got Missouri Lane wasn't Kiffin, good though. either. Yeah, Lane Kiffin won. They have no experience under him. They have. <laughs> Do they play Ole Miss this year? Yeah, they play them every year. They're in the West. Right. Okay. Um, and you think that. Well, I, don't I know. think they I don't have legitimate chances of year. beating Missouri and Ole Miss. Ole Miss and Mississippi State. Lane Kiffin's going to trounce them. They're going to win by 40. Possible, but probably <laughs> Possible. <not. laughs> All right. Um, no, look, dude, this is the biggest, easiest future bet I've probably not ever <laughs> given, but uh, definitely second best. All right, well, we shall see. Um, and then I'm going with Georgia, uh, Georgia over under. What is it? Under eight and a half is what I'm going with. That's yeah. going to pay minus 105. Under eight and a half. So eight wins out of a 10-game season. Yeah. So if they don't get nine, which they have a tough schedule because they play Alabama this year. They would have to go nine and one to hit the over? Yeah. Yeah, no. So, yeah, they're going to lose to Bama, so you're betting on them to just lose one more game. Yeah, yeah no, I, would, you know, I would definitely take the under there. Yeah, so, I mean, that's basically it. Look, they lost Jamie Newman. Yep. Who – wasn't all of that with the Demon Deacons? He no, fucked it up. For, I remember betting on Wake Forest, and he did not look very good at all. So that was disappointing. Yeah, I mean, look, he was a decent quarterback over there for Wake Forest, but to me, he was not in special. I'm one of the people that think George is overrated, the number four ranked preseason team right now in the AP poll. Yeah, that is a lot. Uh, to my me, opinion. I don't think they deserve to be in front of LSU. That's just me, but. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. <clears throat> um, 
Yeah, no. If I was picking that, I would pick the under on that as well. I mean, nine and one to hit the over. Come on now. They're in. They're playing Bama. Yeah, they got to beat Alabama, and you know they play Florida every year. So yeah, they that's gonna be they another don't play tough Auburn game. this year. Obviously, right? No, they play Auburn every year. They do. Yeah, dude. See, I don't know. I'm just fucking. It's a crapshoot with the schedule for me. I don't know. What, like LSU plays Florida every once. year yeah. from the east. Georgia plays Auburn every year from the east. I think Alabama gets lucky. They play. Vanderbilt or something. Yeah. So they got to play Auburn, Bama, and Florida. Yeah. That's three of the toughest teams in the conference. So mm-hmm. I I could definitely – if if Bo Nix is the real deal, then Bo Nix is going to light it up this year. Yeah, I don't see it, but I, – I definitely don't see it. I you definitely would have to have – I was screaming from week one. how to throw it. I was screaming from week one that he fucking – or whatever. The first week, whenever they played Oregon on the neutral site field, that dude – that one pissed me off so bad. It just looks like when Bill Nix throws the ball that he's throwing up a, a football that weighs 15 pounds. <laughs> like yeah. when it's flying through the air, it just moves like like it's not trying to get anywhere. Yeah, he's got no zip on it. Yeah, um, he, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, but who knows? We shall see. If he's going to be the real deal, then he's going to have to step up this year, and that'll be another tough game for Georgia. Um, is that is that all you got for over-under win totals? Yeah, three bets. Um, to recap, I'm going with LSU over seven. That's going to pay minus 145. Um, Arkansas over one and a half. That's going to play plus 140, so you're getting really good value there. Um, like I said before, I think that their offense is going to be much improved. <laughs> and then Georgia, I'm going minus eight and a half because I think that they can easily only win eight games. Yeah. Uh, and you're getting good value there, minus 105. Okay, what about uh, Heisman Trophy winners? Um, look, looking at this, obviously Trevor Lawrence is going to be the big favorite, plus two hundred, so two to one for him to win a Heisman Trophy. Yeah, and look, the the likelihood of the situation is that he's going to end up winning it. Yeah, I think Probably so, especially so. with yeah. with a restricted schedule like we have. So you only have ten games. It's um, and they're going to come out with something to prove too after what happened. Yeah, last but I would year. also. Another player on that team, Travis Etienne. Really? 25 to 1. I will watch out for him, too. Yeah, that's pretty good value. Because um, he's certainly just as good of a player to me as as, as Lawrence. Like, yeah. I think if he would have went into the draft, he would have possibly been the first overall running back drafted. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's somebody to definitely keep an eye on. Um, I've got one main guy. Uh, I've been, actually, Honestly, I've been talking about him for months. I remember I said it a few episodes ago, um, Spencer Rattler for Oklahoma, and who you told me is now the second favorite behind uh, Lawrence, which when I was talking about him, he was like at least fifth or sixth, maybe even seventh. Like he definitely wasn't up there. You were getting decent Yeah, well, just on him. a lot of players left. Oh, that's right. Justin so Justin Fields, Fields isn't yeah. in, there, in there anymore, which he would have been a big favorite. Yeah, he probably would have been number two. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, okay, yeah, no, that definitely plays a point, uh, plays a part in it. Um, so, yeah, I didn't just pull this out of just, hmm, if you're going with Lawrence, I'll go with the next guy. I've been talking about Spencer Rattler for a while, number one dual threat quarterback coming out of high school. Um, sat last year behind Jalen Hurts, and then now it's his time. He's ready to go. Obviously, Oklahoma puts out Heisman Trophy winners. Uh, with Baker Mayfield, uh, who the fuck else was it? Who who was the other Oklahoma quarterback winning it? Why am I drawing a blank? Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. And then yep. um, Jalen Hurts was in the running. Finished second behind Joe Burrow. Yep. So they always have somebody there. 
So, I mean, and this dude's number one dual threat quarterback. Uh, apparently, he can sling the rock and he can run. So, he's going to put up passing and rushing touchdowns. They like that shit. So, he's going to pat. He's going to definitely pass the eye test. So, that's who. What what is he at? Plus eight hundred. Plus nine hundred, I think. Plus nine hundred should get nine to one odds on Rattler. I would still take that. Yeah. Um. That would be my main one. And then, so we were just talking about a long shot could be um, could be Derek Stingley Jr. at 100-1 to 1 odds to win the Heisman Trophy. There's rumors that he's going to be playing both ways. He's the best cornerback in the nation, and it's not even close. So you take that and then combine that with him potentially playing some wide receiver. So imagine him being the best corner in the country scores five touchdowns at wide receiver and takes three kick returns to the house, that's your Heisman Trophy winner right there, unless Trevor Lawrence does some shit that's incredible. You know what I mean? Yeah. At 100 to 1 odds, might be worth putting something on it. Ten bucks when you, what, a thousand? Yep. Um, so, yeah. that would I agree with you. I think shot. that that – look, we nailed the long shot of long shots last year. 80 to 1, Joe Burrow to win a Heisman. Yeah, you heard it here first. It'll never be topped. You heard it. It's so hard to find like. It's so hard to find a a bet like that because he flew under the radar, Mm -hmm. and to me, there's not many players that are really flying under the radar that are going to contend. Especially, there's nobody really even at eighty to one that really has a good chance. Mm -hmm. So, um, to me, the best your best bet on a long shot, which I know you're not going to agree with this, but. Okay. Uh, it would Felipe be Frank. No, it would. No, just be, look. I, I would consider um, betting on him if he was uh, on a better team. But look, stop it. Arkansas, you got to have be on a good football team to win the Heisman Trophy in Arkansas. All right, can win two games, but uh, that's not going to get you the Heisman Trophy. All right, who am I not going to agree with then? Look, I like Kellen Mond here. Oh my god. <laughs> Are you serious? Look, he's coming. Look, he started the past two seasons at at, at quarterback for Texas A and M. I know he hasn't looked great at all times, but look, he maneuvers within the pocket and he extends plays. Uh, his receivers are going to have to play better. They they drop some balls that uh, Kellamon throws is, on the money. What is this love affair that you have with? Kellen I don't have a love affair. You I'm looking for a value bets. He's fifty to one to win is the Heisman because Trophy. He ba- is it because he backdoor covered Clemson last year? Is that why? No, no. I remember but that. But even in the Clemson game, <laughs> he was delivering, he was maneuvering in the pocket, taking hits and delivering throws that his He limps every drive. Yeah, that was that game. He limps every single drive. I sat right here in this chair before LSU played A&M and said, I'm going to the game. I'm going to be on the field. We have field passes, and I'm going to be getting in Kellen Mond's head so damn bad that he's throwing three interceptions, three picks. And what did he do? Do you remember? Huh? Do you remember what he did? I don't know, dude. I think you know exactly what he did. He threw three interceptions. And I looked. I have yeah, it on video. Yeah, but that was against the national championship team. It doesn't matter. I'm just saying. It's I, look, it's, I screamed at him. I said, you'll never be Johnny Manziel. Ever. He, he, turned, he definitely heard me. He turned around. I don't know, and that's probably when he just started thinking about how he's going to win the Heisman Trophy. <laughs> and, then, and then Kendrick Rogers, number 13. I said, you'll never fucking be Mike Evans. And he takes his helmet off and starts walking over to me. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, I'm just kidding. Um, 
but no, I was fucking lighting them up. Like they were about to remove me from the sidelines. Uh, but I told him, I said, you're throwing three interceptions. I said, I guarantee you throw three interceptions. And he threw on the money, three picks. I'm a fucking genius. Nobody's ever been in Kellen Mond's head more than I have. And I mean, until further notice, that's who he's going to be. Mr. Three. Look, I mean, you, if you look at, you know, where Joe Burrow was before last year and then where Kellamon is right now, I mean, they're in similar situations. I mean, I guess. Don't, don't put them two in the same sentence, Did, I'm please. Sa- no, I'm saying before last year, which Joe Burrow was considered to be undrafted. What did they do in the bowl game? Kellamon? Yeah. I'm pretty sure they lost. Because I bet on all. LSU won against UCF. Yeah, in that game. But look, <laughs> that, that that's different. UCF's <laughs> not even power five, dude. I'm just saying. They were the national champs. UCF? Yeah. I mean, look, they have a legitimate case. <laughs> so. I've already explained. I'm not going to explain it again. <laughs> oh, man. They, Kellen Mond will never be Joe Burrow ever. Ever. He'll never get in the Heisman house. You don't He'll never think he, be on the commercials. You don't think he has a chance for final? Like, look, A&M's going to be a team that's going to contend for the SEC. I don't like Kellen Mond. I never have. But Yeah, that, I know. But that's okay if you do. But, no, I don't think he's winning the Heisman trophy. Look, it's 50 to 1. I mean, Put $3 <laughs> on it and it'll pay <laughs> 150 dude. No, yeah, I mean, it's... Just don't cross the causeway one day and put $5 on it. <laughs> yeah, call in to work. Call in to work, don't commute, and then slap $5 on Kellen Mond to go, what, six and four? Maybe make the, the Chick-fil-A Bowl. No, not even. The Chick-fil-A Bowl was the fucking semifinal bowl last year. Or it was the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Yeah, I don't know. Look, it's it's their third season under Jimbo Fisher. They've all they've done really is improve. When's Jimbo gonna get the boot? They've improved what from mediocre. What, what's the best record they had with Jimbo? I don't know, but they've only had him for two years. So you got to give a you got to give a coach time to recruit his own players and all that, and put him in position to win games. I feel like Jimbo's getting a lot of leeway. I don't know. He's high. He's overpaid, but <laughs> why? Because he's not getting enough wins. I don't know. I just think ten million a year is a lot for a coach. It is. Um, but yeah, I mean that's fine. You can go with Kellamond. Um, I mean, I guess you can argue that it's decent value. But when he's throwing it to the wrong colored jersey, you don't win a Heisman Trophy for that. But all right, you got anybody else? Not that I'm gonna bet on, but look, you can't <clears throat> overlook Miles Brennan here or Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Quarterback for Alabama. Oh. And um, Miles Brennan's obviously the quarterback for LSU. Alabama's dead. Both of these guys are surrounded by good playmakers. Uh, Mac Jones, Devontae Smith, and um, another guy who you might want to look at for the Heisman Trophy is uh, Najee Harris. Yeah. Running back. Yeah, and I think not. Let's see where Najee Harris is at. I'd look at him thirty to one, Mac Jones. but I would definitely consider Etienne a much better chance of winning a Heisman than Najee Harris, who's at twenty five to one. So I don't know. Look, if I if when I'm betting on this, I'm gonna probably put a little bit. I'm gonna put the most money on Trevor Lawrence because I think that, especially with the way this season is, mm-hmm. that he has the best chance to win just because it's a restricted season. Uh, he's got experience. He's won a national championship. 
Um, no, yeah, he's the favorite for a reason. Look, so that's why it's two to one. So, look, you need to put – that's a bit good insurance bet. Then you can try your, your luck with some of these long shots, like Travis Etienne, Kellen Mond, and Derek Stingley Jr. That's the way I would bet it. Yeah, no, I think that's a good idea. Um, you got anything else? Um, we can talk about the odds to win the SEC championship. Okay. Obviously, Alabama's favorite. I mean, obviously, Alabama died last year. Alabama's done. Mac Jones. Yeah, he did kind of blow it in against that Auburn game. He'll be a poor man's John Parker Wilson. Which you bet on Alabama in that game. In what game? The Iron Bowl. Oh, I thought you were talking about LSU. No, I did not. Um, yeah, who gives a fuck? And Mac Jones blew it for you. Yeah, I know. That's why I said. <laughs> That's why I said Alabama's Alabama's done. Alabama, Alabama is no more. I don't know. Look, Mac Jones showed some uh, his ability to sling it around How many a little interceptions bit. He's, he's, did he throw that game? I don't know. He gave him the ball, like he kind of handed it to him a little bit. It was a weird. But didn't he throw like two pick sixes? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, he's a bum. <laughs> he, he's, look, I wouldn't a, bet on Mac Jones, but John Parker Wilson. You always got to look at uh, that the Alabama players, and just like you got to look at Oklahoma players. Um, All right, well, who are you taking to win the, the SEC? Uh, LSU. <laughs> Big surprise. I would also look at A&M, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. If A&M wins the SEC, then look, it, it, I don't even know what I would do. Yeah. I, I don't I'm know. Look, they got experience at quarterback, and look, that's what you're looking for in a season like this. Uh, head coach has been there three years. I mean, I'm repeating the same thing I did for the <laughs> argument for. So what are the odds? What is LSU's odds and what are A&M's odds? LSU is plus 650, okay. which to me that's damn good value. They have Georgia ahead of them, which yeah, they're at plus 250. I don't think they – Yeah. Uh, I'm questioning whether they even get in the SEC title game. I think Florida is probably going to win the East. Yeah. Um, Florida's plus 550. Florida still has Kyle Trask. Yeah. Yeah, he was good. Um, LSU plus six fifty. That's one of the bets I'm taking, and I'm gonna take A and M plus twelve hundred. Okay. Auburn's plus fourteen hundred. If you don't bet anybody, I just didn't mention because they have zero shot to win. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I think I mean even with Jamar Chase going, which I respect Jamar Chase's decision. Uh, he's done more than enough for us. It's gonna be very up in the air year. So. Why even take the risk? Go get paid. Go take care of your family. Go be a top five draft pick. You're one of the greatest receivers LSU's ever had, if not the best. Um, so even with the absence of him, I know you're a big Terrace Marshall guy. Um, I'm all over Eric Gilbert. I think we're going to still have weapons, uh, plenty of weapons for Miles Brennan to throw to. So then we have look. The running backs are going to be great. Yeah, Emory. Yep. Uh, the Curry dudes. Yep. And then Todd Davis Price. Yep. No, yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna still be solid. I think we're flying under the radar. I think what are we uh, sixth in the preseason? Yeah, yeah, which is like the lowest in defending national championship national champions ever been after uh, winning. Um, so yeah, no, I think we're flying under the radar a little bit. They're not giving Brennan the respect he deserves. So plus six fifty to win the SEC. I mean, that's pretty decent value. And then to win the Heisman. I mean, we, we're gonna have weapons. Wait till wait till we see Eric Gilbert. Eric Gilbert's going to be a fucking stud. I'm so excited about him. I've been saying it for a long time. 
I mean, look, Terrence Marshall is ca- certainly capable of winning the Belitnikoff Award. Yeah. He's a top 10 wide receiver in the, in, in the country. No, yeah, he's a stud for so, sure. Let's make no mistake. He got injured last year, but at one point he was really one of the go-to guys for Joe Barrow. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, he's definitely a stud. So, yeah, it's not going to be for lack of weapons. So we'll see what happens. Uh, we are here. We're, like I said, we're not, the light's not at the end of the tunnel anymore. We're out of the fucking tunnel. We got games tonight. We got games on Saturday, Monday, Thursday, Saturday for the next foreseeable future until it all gets shut down. Um, but all right, you got anything to say before we wrap it up? Nah, that's it. All right, episode 52 of Big Easy Bets brought to you by the Neutral Ground Sports Network, tngsportsnetwork.com. We got a lot of blogs going out, uh, put out a few today. Um, filming Dave Devours uh, later this evening. So we got a lot more content on the way. If you guys have any questions, you can hit us up at the Neutral Ground Sports Network Facebook page. Uh, go like the page if you haven't already. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter, TNG Sportsnet on Twitter, and, or the Big Easy Bets page. Either or. Doesn't matter. Uh, all right. That'll wrap it up. Episode 52. Y'all have a good one. Who that? We do. We do.